What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Creator Clubhouse Podcast. My name is Prince, and I am your host, along with DJ and Viera. Happy Friday, team. What's up? What up? Happy Friday. We back. We in the clubhouse. Thriving. Thriving. Do you guys have a good week? Lifted, yes. Very high vibrational week. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got thrown up on this week by my oh, child. Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah, so that was cool. You had um, an interesting start to your week. I did. I did. But he's good now, yeah? Oh, yeah. He's he's back. All good vibes. He's back. Yeah. He's back. Spent like four hours at the park yesterday. Uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. So this week, what are we chatting about this week, DJ? So we are going to be talking about um, two types of people. People that let life happen to them and then people that happen to life. So kind of making the decision to be defensive or offensive to use a a sports term and kind of maybe diving into like why we why we do one why we do the other and then kind of some ways to to switch sides if you feel like you've only been defensive only reactionary how do you break through that and get on the offense and attack life like a lion or like a like a panther (laughs) i love it (laughs) like a leopard so I guess what what might cause someone to, you know, wonder or I guess to contemplate more about whether they're on offense or defense. Do you think that has something more to do with people wondering why they're not why they haven't achieved like what they want to achieve in life or why they're not at a certain point in their life? Or what do you think? Yeah, I think. okay. so I think there's a there's a quote. I think it's from Mike Tyson. And it's like everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And I feel like this year and just like in general, there's times in life where you just get punched in the face with situations, with family stuff, with trauma and like your default reaction. Like, I don't know if you've ever been punched in the face. I feel like you might have. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I for sure have. Yeah. And it's like Dang, your default like left out. Yeah. I especially if you get hit in the nose, like your eyes just immediately start watering. And so you're like, I'm that's, not crying. That's where I throw yeah. my, if, if, if I have to, like that's, yeah. that's my first point. Yeah. I was always taught. Yeah. Toss that blow right exactly. to the nose. Exactly. That, I mean, <laughs> that's where you hit. You hit You hit first and you hit hard. Yeah. That's what I learned. No, but but if you don't know what to do, it will it will shock you so much that you can't do anything because your eyes immediately water and then you're just like, uh, and you like freeze up. It's like deer in headlights when you get punched in the face. Yep. And so, and same thing like with, with like being scared. There's some people that just like freeze up, like someone jumps out and they get scared. And I, and I tell... Uh, all over this all the time. I'm like, don't try to scare me because my first reaction is just to like, just start Offense. smacking. Yeah. And like, it just, it, I don't know where it comes from. Like my dad was pretty like hardcore with that kind of stuff. But the idea is like this year has happened to a lot of people. And how do you fight back? How do you be ready when stuff, cause stuff's going to come up. That's, that's what, that's how life goes. But how do you be ready to attack or to strike back or to be strategic and if you feel like you've only been defensive, only reacting to what's happened happened to you, um, like what what do you do to flip to flip the script? Right. What What do you do to flip the script? So I guess, I guess, give me an example. Yeah. Uh, of life happening, life happening to you. Well, no, no, no. As far as like, I mean, I there's lots of ways that I've been able to flip the script. So I guess like an example going back, you know, I used to live in a state of 
of reaction to mm-hmm. where I was and and also like in, in being in that reactionary state, I was also the victim and I was also in, in, in scarcity. So everything was always happening to me. And therefore I was also the victim. I, it was out of my control. Yep. And so it's like, you know, why do I keep losing the jobs or why am I not, you know, uh, growing or why am I not making more money or what is, you know, what is happening? And then, and then you start to create all these excuses. It's so it's like the world's happening to me. And then I create excuses for why it's happening, victimizing myself rather than taking control of the scenario, getting in the driver's seat and, and being the driver. So it's like from being driven versus being the driver. Yep. And, you know, luckily I was able to reflect, you know, take myself outside of myself and look at myself and see how I was playing myself as Meek Mill once said in a, in a, in a rap song. Uh, rap song. And, and once I, once I saw that I was able to, to make the necessary changes to be, uh, more on the offensive side, which I would call the, the picture maker side, the creator side, tapping into our, uh, our divinity, like I, we're creator beings. We're not, we're not meant to, to be in the reactionary state. We're meant to be in the creation state. And I think once I became aware of that and I started taking a responsibility for the things that happened to me and realized that, uh, there is a law of cause and effect and everything that was happening to me was happening because of my own actions and my own words and all these things. So once I started changing my actions, changing my words, changing the consumption habits and things like that, the people that were around me, I was able to uh, be on the offensive side, which is playing the game, you know, and, 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 and that's how I look at life is it's a big game. I'm yep. playing the game. I'm going to enjoy the game. I'm going to have fun with the game. But you have to you have to play it. Otherwise, the computer will play it for you. Yep. And that's kind of scary because <laughs> it, it, you know, all types of wild things happen and you're just kind of along for a ride. And I've been there and I've been in both places and I much rather be in the driver's seat. Yeah. You feel like V, where are you at? Are you in offense or defense mode right now? Right now? Yeah, in life. To be honest, right now, I feel like I'm in defense mode. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's just a lot of stuff happening yeah. left and right. Like things that are a little bit out of my control. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that, I can moment by moment choose whether I'm being on the offense or defense. But I think just from my own personal experience, the, there's times in life where things are going to be happening to you at a more frequent pace, like just mm-hmm. life things like death or sickness, whatever. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's up to you to determine how you're going to respond. Right. Yeah. Like, are you going to react? Or are you going to respond? Like what you were talking about earlier, yeah. Prince. Um, so I, f- I feel like I'm in the state where I could easily, what's the word? Like fall to just being like in a victim state. Yeah. But there's really no point to that. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, I can, and Prince and I actually talked about that that earlier this week. Just like when you have time to just almost like prep for those moments. Yeah. Like get your head in, like make sure you're in the best mental state you can be. Make sure you're working out, eating healthy so that when things are thrown at you, you're mm-hmm. like fully yeah. armed. You're ready. Basically. Yeah. You got the tool. You got the toolkit. I, I do feel like you shouldn't feel bad if you're on the defense either. It's like stuff happens and like you were saying it's like a game like a football game like the team switch from offense to defense like every time someone scores a goal and so there's just part part of your life is like defending what you have and and your things and part of your life is like going out and attacking and and like 
chasing after the things that you want. I just think I see a lot of people that are missing the like intensity on the offensive side of like, this is what I want and I'm going to go after it. I'm going to hunt it down and like make it happen. And I think that that intensity is actually a good thing. And it's like, it's okay to be that it's okay to fight for yourself. It's okay to, to like strike back. I know we were talking about this a little bit, like in martial arts, there's like different types of martial arts that are like, there's some that are only to defend yourself. And then there, there's some that you use the person's attack to like hit them. So like someone like, you know, they try and karate chop you and you take their hand and you smack them with their own hand. (laughs) And like, that's how I want to be. Like, I don't even know what style that is, but I want to do that to life. For sure. Like life hits me and I'm like, bam, already ready with like a, a right hook or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's in, 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 in my experience, uh, that's one of the archetypes that I really identify with is being the alchemist. And so like when I hear that being able to turn it around and some, like, I think of like the alchemist, the alchemist is someone that can transmutate things to, to work for them. And so like an example of that is like someone could pass away in my family. Right. And I could be super sad and I could react and be crying and my energy's all over the place and I'm a freaking mess, or I can channel and harness that energy and control my reaction and, and, and maybe create, instead of crying and being all over the place, I go and gather every single memory, video clip, photo, everything ever, you know, from my grandmother's life and I create this beautiful video and I put all my, and I channel all that love and energy right into that. And I create something beautiful that my whole family can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like, in my opinion, that's the difference between being on the, uh, like being on the offense and, and, and being in the creator mindset versus being in the scarcity defense mindset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we're, we're all like, life happens there's always going to be stuff and it's like the the i dealt with this this week the the reason that like i even brought like some of this up i was i was babysitting uh someone's child and i had my son and then this other kid and they were like kind of getting into it and the kid freaked out and he was like oh my gosh like uh, like oliver did this to me and that's why my reaction was justified and i was like hold on hold on he didn't say it like that, but that's what he was trying to say. He's like, <laughs> Oliver did this. That's why I freaked out. And I'm like, I understand that like he might have frustrated you, but like no one controls your reaction. Only you control your reaction. So like no matter what he does, like if you freak out and you slap him or you yell or whatever, like that's that's you. You did that and not him. Like he can't make you freak out. He can't make you hit him. That's your That's your choice. And I think that, when you take ownership like that of like, no matter what happens that like you choose, like, just like you're saying, like you create your own version of reality. Like, have you, have you uh, heard of the book, uh, man's search for meaning? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's like Vic- Victor Frankel and he is a Holocaust survivor. And he talks about that. He's like, no one can, can make you choose like how to respond to them. Like even, I mean, he was, he was like a, like a Nazi, um, like prisoner and he wrote about that of how you can like go inside and like choose your response no matter what the other person's doing you can always that's the only thing you have control over is like what you do next what your next step is and no matter what's happening you're in control of that and i think that just because it's been like a weird year and like with the with the pandemic and all this stuff happening (laughs) like i think 
and I think it's okay to go into that like defensive mode, but there's a time where it's like time to switch. And I kind of feel like it's that season. Like it's time to just like make that shift and attack life and just be intentional about it. Be strategic um, and be like, what do I want? What do I want to get out of life? What do I want to get out of the next year? Whatever. And how am I, how am I going to do that? And then be ready. So when you do get punched in the face, cause something else might happen, we might go back into lockdown again. But like, instead of being like, well, when that happens or being stressed or anxious or whatever about it, just be like, all right, well, here's going to be my plan when we go into lockdown. Or, you know, if you're in a relationship that's like, you you feel like it's shaky, you're like, okay, here's going to be my plan. If this goes south, here's what I'm going to do. Like, stick to your principles, stick to all that stuff, but like, have a response ready so that the carpet's not getting pulled out from under you. And even if it is, just be like, okay, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the, uh, the offensive one and I'm going to find out how to like get back on my feet instead of sitting in, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to do all that stuff. Like that is a part of life, but it's like, you can't stay in that place forever. And we, I see people like that all the time. I'm sure you guys too, that like stuff in life has happened to them. They got a divorce. They lost a job. They got fired. They faced a rejection. And it's like, you can choose to sit in that. And that can be your new identity is like the person who lost or you can be like, okay, despite all of these things, like I am going to overcome. Mm-hmm. And I think that that like attitude is the, is the key. I feel like I'm a motivational speaker. right now. <laughs> Killing it, bro. <laughs> I, I think, you know, I had a conversation with some friends last night and they were, you know, talking about how some people don't have this and some people have this and some people grow up here and like how how tough that is. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's easy to think that way, but the reality is it's all subjective. It's like art. And so, uh, I think that the, the universal truth is that life is painful and we all go through pain. Um, and it's, it's, it's hard to, to say like that person's life was more painful because they grew up in the projects, but maybe they grew up in the projects with a loving father and a loving mother while the rich kid grew up with, uh, alcoholic, entrepreneur CEO dad who was a complete yep. jerk and, and mentally annihilated him every night and yep. called him names and, and, and beat him down mentally. Right. Uh, and so there and, and everything in between. And so I guess what I'm getting at is like, we all go through, we all like to think like we victimize ourselves and we yep. feel like we're the only people in the world that are like in this pain. Like everyone else is so lucky. Their lives are amazing. And, and poor me, poor me, poor me. And it's just like, get over yourself. It's not poor you. Like we all, Everyone has gone through pain. Everyone goes through pain. We all experience it. So like quit, like we have to like get over ourselves and, and, and realize like we're not special in that sense because it's that way of thinking that keeps us in that rut where we just victimize ourselves and we feel so we pity ourselves. And then, and then it helps when your friends, when you have people that pity you too, and they add to it and they, they make you feel correct in being in that state. And it's just not, it's not true. Like we can be empathetic and, and, and understand what people are going through. But at the same time, uh, you're not the only one. You're not, your case isn't special. Your scenario is not special like that. There's people all over the world that have lost people and, and have gone through the same things. Yep. Um, another thing I was thinking about when you were talking was that, uh, how do we, how do we manage our reaction, mm-hmm. right? How do we go from reacting to responding? And I think a big part of that is uh, 
having the ability, having the awareness to, to take a step back and give space between the event and the response, mm-hmm. whether that's taking a breathe, a breather, breathing for five, 10 seconds, turning around and taking a walk around the lap, take a lap and then come back, yeah. whatever it is that you, you need to do. I, I think that's a, a great start. Cause I think a lot of people don't know how, and I notice in myself that I was reacting to life more when I was out of balance. So like when I wasn't healthy, when I wasn't getting enough sleep, when I wasn't uh, confident, when I wasn't, when my life wasn't in harmony, when my life wasn't in balance, I like, and, and then on top of that, I'm an Aries, I'm a fire sign. So I'm like, like the God of war comes out quick, my anger and my temper, like, and I just was reacting to things, reacting to things, reacting to people and just, uh, confrontational or whatever it may be so fast. But as I, as I, as I realized that my life was out of balance and it was create like the, the lack of harmony was creating these types of reactions in these scenarios. And as I, you know, brought my life into harmony, uh, I was able to create that space in between events and reactions. And I was able to think about things and and respond versus letting my temper or something else be in control. And so I think if you want to be on the more offensive side to be offensive, you have to realize that there's, you have to take care of yourself to be, to be in that state of mind where you're creating the picture. You have to be, you got to be eating well, your mental health, you got to take care of your mental health, you got to take care of your physical health, um, your emotional health. There's all these things that you really have to keep in harmony. Yeah. I think too, a lot of that comes from like boundaries too with people. Like if there's certain people, I know we talked about this a little bit, Prince, but if there's people who affect you a certain way or that talk to you a certain way or treat you a certain way, make you feel, make you feel something like sometimes you even even people that are close with you in your life like sometimes you have to be like hey like there needs to be a boundary here because i need to protect this side of me and it's only it's nothing against that person but it's only like you're like i don't like feeling like this so i have to put up a wall and like i know a lot of people have had to deal with parents like with Straight with up. people in their life with siblings like with whatever and i think that that's like totally okay and there's a time there there's a time for like being close with those people and maybe there's a time where they'll need something from you but i think it's really really important and i'm i'm learning this in my own life it's really important for me to have a full cup because cuz you're thirsty <laughs> cuz i'm so <laughs> damn thirsty no because i've noticed this when i feel like that need to like fill up my own cup like it happens like this every time. And sometimes I just ignore it and I'm like, Oh, I need to get more sleep. I need to read. I need to do whatever. And I like feel the, the like need to do that. Or I'm like, I need to create these boundaries and I don't know why. But then like when my cup's full, it it happens every time there's like somebody who really comes and they're like, I need support here or I need this or I need that. Or maybe it's like a really stressful time with work or whatever and i'm like ah okay this is why i was like it's almost like recharging your battery because you know you have like a ways to go and so i think it's important to listen and to know yourself a little bit and Mm -hmm. just like just know know how you recharge know like where to set up boundaries and who makes you feel a certain way like who 
who makes you feel good, who encourages you. Cause we'll I get do, into that. Yeah. We should get into that. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Cause I do yeah, for an A, I keep a full cup because yeah. I am super thirsty. Yeah. I keep like, it's <laughs> low key over, it's, it's low key overflowing yeah. at times. Uh, but it's because I, I'm, I keep a full cup because I'm creating a lot and I'm, and I'm projecting a lot and I'm doing a lot. And I keep a full cup because when, when someone comes to me and they're thirsty, I want to have something for them to drink. Yeah. Uh, and so, Therefore, I keep a very full cup. Uh, but let's talk about people that you should avoid um, because I think that's an important topic. And, and I think these are important things to be aware of in your life with your friends because it's not about having the most friends. It's not about surrounding yourself with just anyone. It's about surrounding yourself with the right people, high quality people um, that are the right people for you. So I think the first one um, is, you know, people who give and expect something in return. And I think we can all relate. I think we, we, we've all had friends. I know I've had friends in my past that like do things for you that you don't ask for or give things and then bring it up all the time. Like you'll be out hanging out and they're like, yo, remember, you, remember that time I did that? Like, yeah, like you should get my drinks or remember that time I did that? Like, yeah, you should do this for me now. And it's like, I don't mess with that. And it's like, wait, like, it's like, there's people and it's like, wait, you like, yeah. And, and, and so people that do things for you, but then use it against you later or expect something in return or they're keeping tabs. Like, uh, those aren't, those aren't good people you should be hanging out with. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You've never experienced people like that. There's literally people who I mean, are I've like. I've had people like reiterate that they've done things yeah. for me, but to me, I'm like, I'm not I, like, oh, so can you do this now for me? I guess I've just never paid attention, but that's great. There's kind of like an, it's like a weird expectation thing, but I'm like, I would rather you just not do the thing when I do something, and and I want to be better at this, but like my goal is to be like whatever it is. If I'm giving someone a gift, doing a favor, whatever, my goal is to like give that thing. And then never talk about it again. Never bring it up again. Like me, never bring it up again. Because it's like, I'm giving this out and I don't want anything in return. I don't expect anything in return. Like just here it is. And I'm going to move on to the next thing and like just try and not. Because I feel like once once you're like thinking about, okay, like this person's in debt to me and I'm in debt (laughs) to this person and I help them move. So like now they have to help me do this and blah, 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 blah. It's just like, you're just not thinking abundantly. You're literally like all scarcity And so it's just a mindset thing, I feel like. Well, and if you're doing it for that. Exactly. It's the wrong reason. It's literally biblical. Yeah. There's your reward. Yeah. You just wanted people to know you did that. Exactly. There's your reward. Exactly. So spend time with those that, you know, give from their hearts without the expectation of receiving something in return. Be wary. There are those people that are literally debt collectors. They do things for people and they keep tallies. And it's like, oh, like that person owes me a favor. That person owes me a favor. Mm-mm, none of that. Uh, stay away from bad news bears, drama queens, and kings. Because uh, drama queen—that's such a weird term. I feel like, <laughs> I, I, as if just women. Like I know dudes that are just like so, just drama yeah. oriented. Yeah. And so I think you got to be super aware of those people and keep those people at a distance because they will drain your life force. And 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 once again, another example like. Who's had friends where it's just like every time they show up, it is just like exhausting. The like they're just going on about this relationship and this and that and people, and you're just like, and it it is daunting. It is like so overwhelming, and you have nothing to add. Really, it's just a lot. Um, and those people will drain you. Yeah, and you'll get sucked into their chaos. It's like a it's like a hurricane. Yeah, 
I mean, I do like someone who spills the tea every now and then, <laughs> but like the drama, I, I can't, I can't do it. Um, people who doubt you, uh, be, you stay away from people who doubt you. Um, the reality is if you spend time with people who doubt you, you will doubt yourself. And the moment you doubt yourself, you will start to resent yourself. You will start to feel depressed. Like it'll, it'll take it, you get sucked into that black hole. And so if people are doubting you, push them out. And, yeah. and, and, and you got to understand people can love you. I've, I've had people that love me, doubt me. Mm-hmm. And so don't get it confused. Um, and, and I was wise enough to push them out and understand that I still love them. And I know that they still love me, but I need to keep you at a distance because right now, until I prove you wrong, you're doubting me and you just need to be away yeah. and you can come back once I, once I do the thing and then you can come back and be like, Oh wow, he did it. And then they, and then they'll have more confidence in you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like, I like people that doubt me. Like, cause I'm a fighter and I just want to prove them wrong. And like, I know we were talking about like taking notes on, on what people do, but I, I had a guy at one point, like list off all the things that I couldn't do like in work. And I wrote it all down and I did all those things just to like rub it in his face. Right. Um, which sounds like super petty, but I had to do that for me cause I don't like, right. Like, I think that's rare. I yeah. think some people like I, I I've been like that. Like I've had people in the past, like where I worked a corporate job and I and I quit and I told them why I quit because I was going to start a business and they're just like, ha ha, like yeah, you're going to fail and you're going to yeah. come back here and want your job back and 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 that did drive some of my energy. But that's not for like yeah, you shouldn't. I would like, but that was like a a person that wasn't like a friend. Like if I had a friend that was constantly oh, doubting yeah, me, which sure. I did have those friends, I literally pushed them away. When yeah. I was doing the, I had friends that would be like, "Oh, like why are you always trying to start a business? You're always broke. You should just get a regular job. Like you're always struggling. Like you're always just this." And I was just like, "Cool. Like I need to quit taking those phone calls. Yeah, because every time I talk to you, like I f- I feel like I should just quit." what I'm doing, even yeah. though I'm in my heart, I know I shouldn't, yeah. but like, why am I listening? Like, yeah. why am I even letting, so- this is my life. Like, why am I about to like change my life trajectory based on like some person that's a state away, yeah. you know, and not yeah. living my day to day life or doesn't have the same dreams or aspirations that I have. Yeah. Did you ever have a teacher that like really empower? So I, I've had like multiple different types of teachers. I've had <laughs> the ones that are just like, Oh, you for sure have ADD. Like, <laughs> maybe like you can not be in my class and then other teachers who are like you can literally do anything did you did you have like is there one teacher or two teachers that like stand out for you yeah i had really good teachers actually yeah that just like pushed like pushed me to do what i wanted to do but yeah um i've heard a lot of people's stories about having teachers that were like you're never gonna yeah amount to anything so my heart goes out of those people it's just crazy to me that like one like for me it was one teacher specifically like all the other teachers i could take them or leave them but like one teacher was like saw the magic and like kind of called it out the magic that's funny he just like saw (laughs) yeah for sure no but i think that you do bro yeah we all do yeah for sure for sure but he was like i see something in you that is gonna need some refinement but like you can do great things and he just kind of called it out and i think we can be those people for other people and we should be those people because i still remember that and that was like 15 years ago and he like gave me jobs like shooting football games and like got me hired with cable one and the news stations and like all this stuff 
because he was like, yeah, this kid, like he can do it. Like, and he pushed a little bit and believed. He celebrated you. Exactly. But then there's the other types of people that are like the, the these ones are the, that you're These are the about. people who don't celebrate in your success. Yep. Yep. That's the next group of people that to, isn't, just yep. cut them out. It's people nice. that do not celebrate in your success need to go. Yep. Um, there's a lot of people, and, and I think a lot of anyone that's that's grown a lot, that came from a, a, a place and has moved up quite a bit, has had friends that want to see them doing well, but don't want to see them doing better than them. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like once you start doing better than them, you you start picking up on like just weird energy. They say yeah. weird things, yep. things start getting weird. And you realize like, holy shit, like they're really not like, actually, I thought they were for me, but yeah. they're really not for me. Like they're for themselves and they're yeah. for like me being eat like to them. But the moment that I started what up like surpassing them all of a sudden you see this jealousy and all of a sudden you hear weird things like people like yo so-and-so was talking about we had a we were out at dinner and they were like kind of like talking behind your back and it's like what yeah um it's like the crab the crabs in the bucket do you know that uh yep so like you can leave crabs in a bucket because as soon as one tries to get out the other ones will pull it back down so you don't have to put a lid on it because they'll just all pull each other down if they see one getting away they're like nope you stay in the bucket yeah and so, yeah. and, and, and another thing, the funny thing is too, a lot of times these people, uh, they don't want to see you succeed, but once you make it all of a sudden they want to come back around, yeah, they, they want to be at the party, yeah. they want to hang out, they want to, oh, all, hey, of getting, all of a sudden you're yeah. getting texts like, Hey, I heard you're having an event or yeah. Hey, I heard you're, heard you're here. Like, let's, we should hang out. And it's like, I, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like no that chicken little, yeah. no, like the, no, the, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so be just be very aware of that. Like you should be hanging around people that celebrate. Like and, and we do that. Like I like we celebrate each other's success. We celebrate each other's growth. We celebrate each other and 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 whatever's going on. And I do that with anyone. I do yeah. that with strangers. I do that with. I ran into an old intern last night at the Taj. Some some dude walked up to me and I was like, "Holy cow!" I forgot his name, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was like almost ten years ago now. Yeah. Um, but. He was, you know, he's telling me that, you know, I'm at the TV show or the TV station and I'm working and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I was just so stoked for him. I'm like, dude, I'm so proud of you. Like, uh, and then he's like, yeah, man, I also got into crypto and he pulls out his wallet and he's got like, a like, dude, he's got like $400,000 and just showed me his, and I was like, dude, just gave him the biggest. I was like, bro, I am so stoked (laughs) for you. Like, I'm just so happy he's like yeah tv station doesn't play that well but uh, you know i've been doing the crypto thing and nice uh and it was just <laughs> nice. like just so stoked for him just yeah. so so stoked for him yeah. um where a lot of people like yeah get oddly get like weird. would you jealous like oh like you know um and so what he's doing oh yeah. yeah so and 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 you gotta realize that's energy too yeah and and we'll get into that but you like celebrate everyone yeah. celebrate yeah, yeah. people and you will be celebrated yeah and if you feel that in yourself, because I felt that before where like you feel that like jealousy or whatever, like rise up, just realize that it's like that's coming from the insecure, like crab in the bucket mindset. And like you can change that, like just yep. literally switch the way that you feel about that person. Be like, you know what? I'm happy for them. You know what? I hope the best for them. I've even done things like where um, I'll like, like give money to things that I'm like if I feel weird about it or I'll like donate or like do something that's like out of my way to support them. Um, 
if I feel that in myself, just to like make sure that I'm not being that way. <laughs> to and correct that it's, your spirit. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. ch- check myself or I wreck myself. Well, it's funny too, because you can be mainly one person. Like you could just be like, I'm more of the positive control every aspect of my life i'm on the offense but then every you know every yeah. moment by moment you're taking a different stance and a mm-hmm. different perspective and so it's just so interesting because you really have to be on guard right and protect your protect yeah. yourself yeah we're i mean we're humans like yeah. we literally operate in that way and if you're not intentional like your default is insecurity and your default is like the jealousy scarcity. and the scarcity. Yeah. Like we literally were like hunter gatherer people. And so it's like, it's like making that shift from your lizard brain to like <laughs> being an empathetic human. Right. And, but if you're not intentional, like that is our default is to be these nasty, like golem creatures. Like my precious, <laughs> For sure. yeah, people For get sure. weird. For they sure. isolate. Well, that's why life's like a video game. You yeah. level up, and, and, and once you get to a certain level, you're able to save the game. Yeah. And so don't get it twisted. Like, you still die, yeah. right? You still like you still get knocked down, um, but it doesn't take you very long to get back to where you were. It's like because you were able to save – like, you've, you've, you've upgraded enough to where, like, this is now my default level. Like, yeah. when I fall off, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I don't go rock bottom yep. and, and, and have to climb all the way back up. Yeah. Uh, I think another subset of people that we have to be very aware of and, and people that you should avoid are people who uh, are dream and idea haters. We all know those friends and family members when you share, like you get it, you're all excited and you had this, you've been daydreaming about this idea you have uh, or a dream that you have for yourself or your family or whatever. And then you go out and you start sharing that idea because you're just so stoked and you're sharing it with people and they're just kind of like, well, how would that work? Or how are you going to, you can't do that. Yeah. That's going to cost too much money. You don't even know how to d- you got a degree in marketing. What do you know about about astrology or what do you know about the environment or whatever it may be? And it is crushing. Like and I like I'm that person. I'm very like I had to learn that the hard way because I'm just so like I have such a like a loving open nature that I would just share ideas and what I wanted to do and all the time and would just project that out and I started getting crushed, like just crushed by people. And it would weigh on me and I'd start to, uh, I'd really start to, to doubt myself and, um, and it made it really difficult. And then I finally got to the age where I realized that my ideas and these dreams, they're like babies. What do you do with an idea? You protect the idea. You nurture the idea. You let the idea, you let it grow and get to like, when you have a baby, you don't just like go let anyone hang out with your baby. You're not just like, Hey, hold my baby. This is my baby. You will be back in 20. You're like, even with your certain friends, you're like, yeah. eh, like they don't need to be like, you know, these people, like that's the type of energy I want. I want around my baby, but not these types of people. And, and ideas are the same way. You have to be so cautious because they're so, uh, volatile at that state. They're so yeah. uh, precious and they can just be killed in, in a heartbeat. And so you want to nurture them. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good. I do think, too, there's a side to it of like on the on the side of ideas being too precious. Like I so people will like want to run ideas by me all the time. I'd be like, hey, can I get like your gut on this thing or 
like they'll want consulting or whatever. And one of the things that I've noticed, and this has happened to me multiple times, when people have like an NDA or they're like, hey, I want to make you sign an NDA before we even talk about this. Usually the idea is either A, not that great, or there's already something that exists very similar to it, or like it hasn't really been pushed around and like vetted by a lot of people. And this has happened to me like, over the years, like maybe 10 or 15 times where like, as soon as they, they say that thing about the NDA, I'm like, okay, this idea hasn't been checked by like a circle because they're, they're, the idea is so precious to them that, that like, they're not willing to share it. The thing is like ideas are very abundant. Like there's a million ideas and lots of people might even have the same idea, but it's like your execution is what matters. And so I think it's, it's, it's good to protect your ideas and it's good to like, hold that stuff close, but it's also like, it's really important to understand and know how to take criticism and take it on the chin. And like, it's again, it's similar to like getting punched in the face. It's like, well, it it hurts a little bit. You feel a little bit of rejection when somebody criticizes something, but is there a reason for that criticism? Even if the person did it wrong, this is something I'm like working through. It's like, even if somebody criticizes you in the wrong way, is there is there like some sort of basis for the criticism right. and like how do we check that without getting offended cuz like people get so offended when it's like well but the, have I think you thought about this like there's there's a balance of like being a realist and like I think for me it's like when when people bring ideas to me I'm like I believe in you I believe in your idea but have you thought about xyz or like maybe there's these things and it's not to like kill the person's dream but it's like to help make them sharper and like to to be more effective I, but I think that's why, so I think ideas are, you should cherish your ideas. You should nurture your ideas. Like I treat an idea now, like a seed, like you got to grow your idea yeah. before you share it with people, because I don't care who you are. You bring your idea to DJ and he says something about it. It could kill your idea. Um, and what he, it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter yeah. what I say. Like, don't ask me for your advice because I might say something that like, it just like, it really doesn't matter because I'm not you. Yeah. Like you're just a whole different person. And like, maybe I couldn't make that happen, but you could make that happen. And who am I to tell you that you should be looking out for this or looking out for that? Cause that might not even be an obstacle at all for you. I don't really know. And so I think ideas, I think there's obviously a difference between like an idea, which is just like some like yeah. thing in your head. and like, and, and showing something. So like yep. even an NDA, an NDA, an NDA for an idea is obvious. It's laughable. Yep. Um, and I feel the same way. But an NDA for something like, hey, check this out. Yeah, it's developed. I had this idea eight months ago, and, and now look what I, I like. Yeah. I actually have something. So you're going to sign yeah. an NDA because I'm not just talking to you about this, like, yeah. this um, my imagination and this wild idea. Like, I'm showing you yeah. this freaking, you know, this hydro powered car that I built. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's what I mean by nurturing ideas. I, I mean, is nurture the idea keep it close talk with people that you know are are, are loving and and, and if that vibration they're not gonna you know scare you off from your idea yeah but then execute and, and and it's just like a baby don't just take a baby out for the whole public you wait until you know he's a certain age and you feel comfortable with him being around a bunch of people at a big party or a big gathering or something like that and i think it's the same thing with ideas but not to get too caught up on ideas uh can I say something? Yes. Thank you. Um, I was just going to say, I think it circles back to making sure you're surrounded with people who have the best intentions yep. for you. Because somebody came to me earlier this week um, to just talk about something they were thinking about doing. 
and they know that I have good intentions for them. And so my response wasn't necessarily like, yeah, I just was very honest. And so I think that there's a line that you have to, because you don't want to hold it too close. But as long as the people that you're surrounding yourself with have good intentions, Mm -hmm. you know, you're fine. Facts. Um, it's very true. I'm, I'm that person. My intentions are always the highest for anyone. People come to me, they could have no background in this thing that they like three years ago, they could have told me they're going to do something. And I'd be like, dude, are you sure? Like, wh- like what's your background in software development? What do you know? Versus now I'm just like, dude, hell yeah, bro. Do it. Yeah. I'm just like, do it. Yeah. D- show me. Yeah. I would like, I'm for you. Like, yeah. bro, go kick ass. I know you don't know anything about coding. Doesn't mean you can't go pick up a book. Doesn't mean you can't go take a course. Doesn't like we're, we're creator beings. We, anyone can do anything at any time. So it's like, we just have to like be there for people and just, and just like let them go, yeah. you know, just like gas them up, do it. It's not, it's not the, even my place. Butt. Yeah. It's not Send even my, pl- exactly. Yeah. Just bro would love to see that. Yeah. You know? Um, I think the next one is egocentric people. You got to be, you got to be super, just avoid egocentric people. Uh, and, and, and that's another thing we can probably all relate to. Um, my fiance had a friend that she had to stop hanging out with. She's like, she, she, because she's like, she thinks that we're really good friends, but like, we're not. Yeah. Every time we hang out, all she does is talk about herself, talk about herself. And she like thinks she doesn't even know me. Like, cause she, like she yeah. never asked about yeah. Ever, ever ask me about anything. And I just listen and I just listen and I just listen and I just listen and I just listen. And I eventually just like started kind of just like keeping yeah. her away and not wanting to hang out with her because she's a very egocentric person. And so you don't want to hang around people to where they're the most important person and you don't matter and, no- and nothing about you matters. And a lot of those, those people are just dangerous to be around. And, and sadly, they're so egocentric, they don't even realize it. Yeah. You know, they're just, well, they're the center of their own world right? and like they're the main character and everyone else is just, just like, living in it. we're just living in their world. <laughs> and I think on some level, like that's okay. But I think that when it becomes like the spot, it, right. like I, I heard, can relate. Yeah. I used, I used to be like, I've gone through waves in my life where I've been yeah. more egocentric. Yeah. But like, I think the thing to realize is like, and I heard this on TikTok, which is funny, but it's like, everyone has a spotlight. They, they walk into rooms and the spotlight's on them. And they're like, everyone's judging my outfit. Everyone's judging me. Everyone's this. Everyone's that. And like, you have to shine the spotlight on other people. And I think that that starts to, like, when you can let go of ego and let go of pride and all that stuff, you can be like, you know what? Like, let's shine the spotlight on you for a little bit. Like, let's take this off of me. And it comes with security and it comes with, like, kind of identity, knowing who you are a little bit. But, like... I've noticed this. There's people that are really, really great. They've achieved a lot of things. And like when we sit down, they're always like, let's focus on you. And when the, when the spotlight starts to move towards them, they're like, you know what? No, let's keep it here. And let's just, and, and, and I think it takes like a level of like letting, letting pride go to do that. But I think that that's really, it's important. Like that, that is empathy. Like that's like a visualization of what empathy is. It's like, you could, just be the main character and like never like give a shit about anybody else. Or you could be like, I'm going to take this spotlight off myself. I'm going to shine it on you. Let's highlight your greatness. Let's talk about areas you want to grow and whatever. And just, I want to hear from you. And I think that we could all work on that on some level. (laughs) 
me especially. No, I'm talking about me. Yeah. I mean, we all have a tendency to like look down at ourselves and care about our lives and our circumstances, but yeah, we need to look up. Yeah. That's good. Last one I got is closed minded people. Uh, so I think it's important to be careful of spending time around people who, you know, label you for speaking your mind or sharing your truth. There's a lot of closed minded people that will just shut you down really quickly. And I think those are, again, those are dangerous people to be around or they label you as something. Um, especially recently, there's a lot of people with different there's just a lot going on in the world right now and a lot of people have different beliefs about different things and i think it's important to be to surround yourself with people who are open-minded and, mm-hmm. and can listen and can conversate versus people who just are closed-minded and shut you down and just instantly label you as something yeah yeah we're wild hogs you know we gotta <laughs> it's like the way like i was visualizing while you're saying this what a closed-minded person like they're trying to put you in a fence and it's like the, they'll, they like leech onto you or they, they tackle you or like take you down or it's like, you just don't have room or wait for them and you just got to run free. And anytime that you like bump into them, they're like, Oh, come here. Like I'm going to domesticate you. And I'm like, no, (laughs) no, you're not. Nice try though. I'm wild. (laughs) Um, that's all I had. That was my list of people to avoid. Yeah. You get, am I missing anything? Who yeah. should, who should we, who should we go after? Cause I think that that's like, I think that the, the biggest one for me is like when people become secure in themselves and their own identity, they, they start to be a lot more encouraging and they start to be a lot more like right. they, their lizard, they have control of their, their lizard brain or their monkey brain. So I would say to recap on the avoid thing, um, if you're around the wrong people, your life will slowly head downhill. You'll start reintegrating bad habits. Uh, you spend time doing things that are not in alignment with who you are, your goals, and what you want out of life. Your life will start to feel heavy. You'll start feeling lost, confused, uninspired, lacking. So if you're feeling those things, then you should really be looking at, like, if you're feeling that way and you're noticing those habits and those things in yourself, you should really start reflecting yeah. and, and putting a microscope on the people that yeah. you're around on the flip side of that. Uh, you know, if you've, like, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this. I think you got, we talked about this earlier, but um, when you have the right people in your life, you, you realize how your life is changing for the better. Uh, the right people push you to grow. They cheer you on. They inspire you. They love you. They look out for you. They check up on you. They, you know, they're the right people when you have, you know, you have the right people in your life because your life literally is elevating. Like you're, you have more love. You're experiencing more love. You're experiencing more laughter. You're making more money. You feel more confident. You feel more, uh, you, you, you're growing and you can look back and, and, and actually see you can quantify the growth. Like you can really look and say, wow, six months ago I was here or two years ago I was here. And then this person somehow came into my life and that now I'm like here. And I, two years ago, I didn't think I would really be right here where I'm at. And I feel great. And I feel like I'm on an awesome trajectory. Those are the people that you want to, you know, you want to spend more time with there. You know, you're more, you feel more loving, more energy, more laughter, more health, all those things. 
And so those are the people you want to surround yourself with. And, and the people that not only just check up on you, uh, to have a good time, you know, you have a lot of friends that just want to have a good time, but friends that are, that are looking out for your physical health and for most importantly, your mental health. Like when they see that something's off, they don't just like ignore it and like, let's go drink or let's do this. They're like, they check on you and say, Hey, like, how are you doing? Like, are you doing okay? Like they pull you aside and say, mental health, you know, and just, and, uh, or yeah, whatever. They take you out for a drink and, yeah. but they talk to you and say, Hey, like, you know, are you doing okay? Is everything okay with your relationship? I've noticed that you've been, you know, your energy seems really low and like, and not being like, it's love. Like a lot of people are afraid to have those conversations, but I realized like, as I got older, like I can't be a, fr- like scarcity is the reason I'm not having these conversations abundance mm-hmm. because this is coming from a place of love. I'm going to sit you down and I know you guys can relate cause I've done it to you, like to, to you guys and other people and, and, and throughout times. And I've had friends that love me that have done it to yeah. me. That's like, Hey, is everything okay? Yeah. I've noticed you've been, you know, a little like this. And then oftentimes there is some stuff For and sure. it's yeah. like, yeah, boom, this is what's going on in my life. And it's like, Oh wow. Like, yeah, and you can be there. And so like, those are the people that you want to be around the, the people that love you, not the people that don't bring it up. And you're looking in everyone's face and everyone's smiling. You're having a good time. Meanwhile, you are literally dying inside yeah. and you don't like, and I've been there and that's like a really weird place to be. Yeah. Um, that's that imposter syndrome. almost. Yeah. like, it's like, I should like, what am I doing here? Like yeah. I've, I, I have these feel. conflicting feelings like yeah. inside. I literally want to cry. I just want to burst out crying right now and scream. And instead I'm like out with a bunch of people drinking yeah. and just like pretending Masking. that my telling everyone that my life is great. Yeah. yeah. You know, even though I'm sad and depressed. Yeah. I think, I think the end goal for like us as people should be like that in everything that we do, we're helping people elevate and like be better humans and like take the spotlight off of ourselves. But also like sometimes that feels like, like what you're saying, sometimes that could feel like friction too. And I think that being okay with a little bit of friction, being okay with like, with, with some of that, like just by being you or by questioning something or like by checking in on people or whatever, like in love, if your intentions are good, like you can bring up something to somebody. If you see an area where they need to grow, like it's okay to talk to them about it because it's like iron sharpens iron. It's like, it might feel like a little bit of friction, but it's going to make you better. And I've had a lot of people in my life, Prince, you're one of these people that like you will like get in there, but it's like, it's a good thing because I know it's coming from the right place. And so it's helped me grow over time. And I think that we can be those people who are like, this is who I am. This is what I believe. Like if you're lacking here, like how can I help you grow? Or like, I see this in you. Do you see it too? Like, uh, but, but you sit with them through it. Like you'll work with them through it. And like that, like your intention, I think makes all the difference when you bring up stuff like that. If it's like, Oh, I'm insecure about you and, and you're, you know, surpassing where I'm at. And I just want to bring you down a little bit. You're like, People do that. And you can sense when it's like hundred percent versus yeah. hundred percent. It's like what they do. It's what people do after the fact. Cause then they're like, Oh, well they'll just will like throw out a comment or like do whatever. And like, it doesn't happen as much to me now because like what you're saying, like I've been really intentional about who stays in the circle in the inner circle. Um, you know, who gets in the general, there's like two, uh, DM 
filters if you have a creator account on instagram there's like a general <laughs> and a primary and like i definitely have moved people to the generic general thing because you generary. like generary because you don't get notifications and it's there's just some people who i'm like yeah you're like in the outer circle where are we in that you guys are both in the inner circle but you guys like never dm me either so <laughs> I was you might be getting moved soon no i'm just kidding oh. <laughs> if you can really be intentional about wanting to elevate, like, like something that I try and like embody is like, no matter what circle I go into or what group I'm in or whatever, like I want to be intentional. I I want things to be better when I'm around. And like, I think that if you get in a group of people who all have that mindset, it's like a rocket ship. It's like just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's getting all of that energy and, and that mindset together like create something really cool. And that's where I think that like you can do that on your own, but it's a lot better when you're in a group of people. Well, that goes to my last same mindset. My last thing is energy is contagious. And so it's, it's when you're in a group, it's if you have good energy and everyone else has good, like it's, it is contagious. If you're spending time with someone who's always has bad news, like their energy is contagious. And all of a sudden you feel down and sad, but ideally you're around people that that have contagious good energy and yeah. leave you with your cup full it's like drink, uh, and drinking it's, and a bang it, and it's magnified it's magnified like i've realized my life has my process of achieving what i want out of life has literally expedited exponentially over time by being with people that love me yeah like it's really that simple it's like when i have this weird energy it's it's like this it's like this negative and it's a positive and negative pull it's like up and down 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 up up down 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 up up down up down where down, i up, right down, now it up. literally is just it's just up yeah it's just like all i'm surrounded all, all day every win, day win, win, win. and like all all people <laughs> like and everyone around me is yeah. winning yeah. like we win that's yeah. what we do and it has, and and for us to win no one else has to lose exactly it's not like that it's just like we can all win whether you guys realize it or not like you'll you'll realize yeah. it at some point but we win that's what we do here we yeah. win we thrive we grow we are the creators we do our thing we are living our highest we are we are living life and we are growing to our highest selves and we're and we're doing it together and it's abundance for everyone when someone yeah. wins when someone hits a lick when something pops off it's, it's all up. It's high yeah. fives. It's it's <laughs> it's it is it is it is, it is yeah. straight up. It is love. Yeah. Like it is like it's let's like I share like when my homies have success. Like I thrive in that success. Like yeah. I love it. Like it's like my own success. Exactly. Like I treat it like if they won, I won. It's a like we like let's go. Yeah. And, and to bring it all back to to the like offense and defense thing, it's like even there's a certain point or like a certain mindset or like thing that you can get into. That's like, even when you do get punched in the face, like you still win. And to me, like that happened to me this week. It was really funny. Cause, uh, so my son was sick and he was like throwing up a bunch, like on Easter, whatever. And he was literally throwing up all night. Like he stayed up all night. He was throwing up and I'm like giving him water and like trying to hydrate him, whatever. But there was one time where I was like, I know he's going to throw up. So I ran over to him and I like picked him up and I was going to carry him to the bathroom. And he literally threw up like right in my face. And I was just like, I just kind of laughed because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, I could be upset, but like, it wasn't, it's not his fault. And like, it's not my fault. He just, he got a bug and he's sick. So like, what do you do? And I just like laughed and I'm like, okay, I like, this is, this is a chance for me to control my response. Like what good does being angry do? 
what good does like anything yeah. else other than laughing at this at this situation do? Like this is a this is a test to see my reaction. So I just laughed it off and like he was literally fine the next morning, washed the blankets, like did did what I needed to do and I was like, "Okay, like we're through this." I could have gotten upset. I could have been like, "Oh my gosh, why did he do that?" or like gotten angry at him, but that that does no good for him. It does no good for me other than bring me down. So I'm like, "Cool. Like I'm controlling my reaction to this thing that I had no control over." And still winning, even though I got thrown up on. So winning. Yeah. So that's a metaphor for life. When people throw up on you, just laugh it off. Just laugh it off. (laughs) You can get upset, but you control your response to it. Yeah. Though that's actually really good. Yeah. It's not their fault. That and that was the thing is I was like, it's not his fault. Like he didn't do it on purpose. He was literally asleep. It's not people's fault either. They're usually doing their best. Yeah, and usually there's like some stuff going on behind the scenes that you just don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Dang, that's good. DJ. Yeah. Parenting. Yeah. I I learn like a lot. We all need it. A I learn a lot from Oliver, honestly. He's like a pretty uh I mean, just having him in my life, like I feel like there's like little lessons if you look out for it. It's like there's a lot of stuff that comes up. Well, he's a little mirror for you. Yeah. Yep. 100%. And seeing seeing how kids interact with each other is really interesting because it's literally the same as adults interact, just without the language without and like the, the weirdness. Yeah. And so it's like I, I even see all like I'll watch Oliver like play at the park and like some people are weird. Like he'll be like, Hey, do you want to play tag? Do you wanna do this? And some people are like weird, or even like the thing with uh that other kid that I was babysitting, it's like it, it, kids are like the perfect thing to watch to like understand these like little psychological things about humans because it yeah i feel that it's like a very elementary version of what we experience another thing i feel like on the offensive side too from just a monetary standpoint like i know getting to like a certain point of like a certain there is like a certain wall uh or or number of like a we all have like these basic needs. Like yeah, there's like a certain dollar amount that we need to like not be in that scarcity. I think, I think the science or whatever has said it's like $80,000 yeah. a year or something like that is, and, and, and people are super comfortable or maybe 70, something like that. But nonetheless, uh, with, with money and wealth, a lot of times like people hoard, hoard their, their, their money and their wealth. And it goes back to, like, we, we talk about energy a lot on this podcast and just like energy with giving love and, and how am- everything's amplified by being, you know, giving more love. Like if you give more love, you'll receive more love. Same thing with, with money and wealth. Like money is just monet. It's just monetary energy. That's all it is. So yeah. it's like the more you give, the more you will receive. So if you want to be wealthier, like give more and you'd be surprised how, like how things come back, but give with intention. Not yeah. like if it, that's the same thing as like, if you're giving, and it, because you're receive. expecting yeah. you're gonna get a bunch it's funky. of funky, yeah, it's funky. Well, it's that you're you're setting off the, the the wrong energy. Your heart's you know? not right. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, that's that, been that's been a principle for me like forever. Um, is giving like I've always, I think since I was like probably eighteen since I've worked, I've always given ten percent of my income, like sometimes to church, but then other times to. Like if there's something that I feel like really pulled to, I'll just like give to it. Or if there's like, it's just something that I I just know now. And it's like a principle in my life that I'm like, I'm just going to give, I'm going to let this thing go. I'm going to invest in this. 
idea or this nonprofit or this thing. And like it, it has been the most beneficial thing to me because it shows me how open or closed my hand is. And I pay attention to how I feel like same thing that I was saying when I, when I give to things that I'm like not stoked on, but I pay attention to how I feel when I do it. Cause I'm like, okay, is this coming from insecurity? Is this coming from a scarcity mentality? Cause like I didn't grow up like wealthy or whatever, but like my parents are kind of the same way. Like they'll get, they give on purpose. And so it just helps you. It's like a reflection helps you see what's inside of you. And it's like, if you feel weird about it, I'm like, uh, I should probably just give like a little bit more just to like make sure my heart isn't weird. And just so you know, too, like, like it doesn't always have to be monetary either. Like there was a point in my life where I didn't have the monetary means to just give like that, but I've always given my time, given my love, given my help spread that love. And and you can do that in so many ways, right? Treat people how you want to be treated, do things that you want done to you experience things that you want to experience. I think, I think too, a big, I don't know if that last part made sense. (laughs) Experience what you want to be experiencing also uh, for yourself and for others all the time, always. And don't let it get to you. (laughs) No, no. I think it's like living, living life with an open hand. If you, and I say that I literally say this all the time, but if you live life with a closed fist on the things that you have on your relationships, on your time, on your energy, on your effort, whatever, like you're not able to receive more of those things because you're so you're gripping it so tight that you can't take anymore. But if you live life with an open hand, it's like, Hey, you can come take what you need, like within reason. Um, Energy is abundant. Exactly. It's abundant. It's infinitely just, there abundant. Will be more. And then you can receive more and you can give more. And it's like this whole cycle of like things just keep elevating so always. Good. If you guys want to show us some love for this episode of the podcast, or you guys have questions or comments or anything like that, give us a phone call at DJ. <laughs> Put that back. <laughs> or we'll show me this. your screen. All right. It's 208-391-2844. Fire. Yeah. Give something away this week without uh, expecting to receive anything back. Yeah. Give something out give of, it. give something out of love, give yeah. something from the bottom of your heart, whether it's the shirt off your back, whether it's every single dollar left in your bank account, whether it's, no, I'm just yeah, <laughs> uh, but give it all the way, whatever it may be helping someone just give more, love more, do more, fear less, love more, fear less, love more, fear less, more heart, less reacting more attracting life's good i love you (laughs) let's go fam yeah you're lit and uh be lit see lit feel lit be get on here No, seriously, we we love you guys. We love you guys. Like, go get it. Like, celebrate, celebrate your people, celebrate your squad. Like, get your squad out and just go celebrate life. Celebrate each other. Celebrate everything. Pop bottles. Celebrate, celebrate all the tiny moments of life. We can't stop. Won't stop. Can't can't stop. stop. Won't stop. We can't can't stop podcasting. It's too lit today. It's just too... (laughs) All right. We out.